Bingman, A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Also, hit us up and find the links to the show every day on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, follow us on TikTok for great uh, Titans content coming as practices get back going as well. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Uh, we've got our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. Make them a part of your new car buying process. WilsonCountyHyundai.com or in Lebanon. The Bone & Joint Institute. BoneAndJointTN.org. Uh, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage. Uh, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. So there is AJ Brown drama again, uh, a new drama again. So we have we have not discussed this, but we've followed the play, and we talked about the playbook from Tory Dandy, the agent of both Debo Samuel and AJ Brown yesterday, right? So you had... Uh, two weeks ago or so, Debo Samuel strips his social media of 49ers mentions. Uh, then this week, he requests a trade. Earlier this week on Monday, A.J. Brown strips the Titans of his social media bios. And now we've got this leaked video. Uh, so follow along here. The video we're about to watch is Debo Samuel's stepmom on her Instagram Live. They are in their house doing whatever. There's family members around. And Debo is in the room with his stepmom. AJ Brown is on the speakerphone with Debo Samuel. And they're talking about the contract negotiations. One, between Debo and the 49ers. And Debo says he hasn't gotten an offer yet. And then AJ Brown offers up some inside info on his contract negotiations with the Titans. Here is the video. I ain't trying to have nothing. I ain't got no offer. You call me? Uh, you, you ain't trying to have nothing. <laughs> you got to go to the table. Too. He is fine. He's sleep. My little grandbaby, he's sleeping. Tori said, Tori said, them folks said they ain't going past 20. They said they know you worked it, but they ain't going to give it to you. What the fuck? 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 What the They told him. They told him. They offered him 20 million, but they know he can get more, but they not giving him more. That's what they told him? Yeah. So we got that video from a 49ers YouTube channel there. And so credit to them for the video. But here is uh, the quote. They told him they offered him $20 million, but they know he can get more, but they're not giving him more. That was Debo Samuel to his stepmom uh, while on the phone with A.J. Brown. Uh, there, I mean, there's a lot going on in all that, right? I mean, there, there, there's batteries being changed for like the touch lights that go into the counter. There's music in the background. There's other family members involved. Uh, but Debo Samuel and uh, yeah, it was a wild ride watching that video. 
Uh, but uh, there it is, Zach. That's the first time you've seen it. So welcome to the party. Yeah, I, I don't know. It seems a little suspect that the Titans would tell that. And, you know, I think that's more probably of AJ's agent relaying, which is Debo's agent, relaying yeah. that information to AJ. And then AJ and Debo talking is not a bad thing. I mean, it's probably expected because they came from the same draft. They built a relationship. They're kind of on the same plane, especially this year, both wanting contracts. And we've thrown Terry McLaurin, uh, uh, McLaurin the team leader of the commanders and you know dk metcalf all into that same boat because of the wide receivers of that draft class but you know i think it's funny because you know (laughs) she's on ig live and they just you don't think that people will find this it's like the internet it's the age-old story of like once you tweet it somebody's gonna screenshot it once you say something somebody's going to capture it at some point i mean there's just too many people around so it is very funny and it was very open the one thing and i did see a comment earlier while we were watching that was it kind of seems a little sus seems a little suspect i i do agree alex said that i do agree but i feel like in those type situations it's all organic right like he's just talking to aj brown i don't think it's a setup by any means no, and uh, I, you know, I, I, I have found uh, the Instagram account of uh, Precious Martin, who is uh, Debo Samuel's stepmom, and so she is a, a talent management and marketing and public relations person. So she's got actually almost four thousand followers on Instagram, which I guess why she felt the need to go live because I, I have never been live on my personal Instagram. Will I ever? Probably not. But I'll, you know, that's not something I do. Uh, but it is interesting that she was live on Instagram. I don't know what kind of audience she gets, but she does some type of, uh, you know, talent management type of thing where she does TikTok content, all types of stuff, as well as being Debo Samuel's stepmom. Uh, that, that is the interesting side of that story. Did she know she was live? Yes, because she was squinting. Uh, she can borrow my glasses if she needs to, but she's squinting to get uh, to see the comment on on the IG live comments there. So uh, let's play, Zach, before we re- uh, react more to this. John Robinson's comment when he was asked uh, about A.J. Brown yesterday. So the first question is just a generic question about A.J. Brown and the negotiations uh, with his contract situation. And then Joe Rexroad of The Athletic falls up and specifically says there's an Instagram video going around where A.J. talks about his negotiations with Debo Samuel and John Robinson uh, reacts to that as well. Yeah, we've had some uh, discussions with his reps. Um, and when uh, he was here a couple weeks ago, I talked to him, and um, you know, working through that. Not going to get into any details with you know contract uh, negotiations. Never have really done that. Um, but you know, I've we've made it public about how we feel about AJ and um, how we wanted to be a part of this football team. What are your thoughts on, on how the, the receiver market has exploded so much when you look at these recent contracts? Yeah, I don't know what the trends are with that T, um, but it's you know it's interesting to, to look at and where that has shifted. You know, every year it seems like certain positions there's ebbs and flows uh, with where those markets goes. A couple of years ago, the safety market was was down. Um, you know, that's when we I think we got Kenny Vaccaro. He was out there for a while. And we were fortunate enough that he was there in August. So, you know, it's just kind of year to year how those how those market trends are. Can you get a situation. I guess AJ's talking with Debo Samuel on a. Instagram video talking about the terms of the negotiations. Do you 
got him repressing a trade. Does, does any of this make you feel more urgency when it comes to the, the AJ situation? Yeah, I mean, I've talked about the, where we're at. I've talked to um, AJ's uh, reps. Um, AJ knows how we how we feel about him. How you know uh, how much he means to this football team. And I, I haven't seen any you know Instagram videos or Snapchats or um, Vimeos or any of that kind of stuff. It's always funny to me, Zach, that whenever coaches or football people are asked about social media, they always bring up Snapchat. <laughs> they always say, "I don't know about Snapchat or because they don't they don't they have no idea what it is." But they, they but they always bring it up. Well, yeah, because it's the degrading. It's Snapface. It is Bill yeah. Belichick. The only thing better about that video is if John Robinson said, "I'm I ain't seen no Snapface or anything like that." Like that would have well, made we, that video well, so much. Zach, better. we do know this. John Robinson's on social media. Oh no, John Robinson is is smart. He's not stupid. Yes. He knows he he is more of the younger GMs that came into the league. You know when when that kind of trend happened and that's why we're seeing so many trades and the free agency market changed so much this is not just oh wow we're just in 2022 it's because we got a younger uh, generation of general managers no more rustin websters and mike reinfelds you got a whole new juice and this is across the league and we saw that and they're they're not afraid to make moves like, look at Tampa, won a Super Bowl. Look at the Rams, won a Super Bowl. How many moves were made to create those particular championship teams? So many. And so that's the new norm because general managers and Jason Light, who John Robinson knows of the Bucks, he is still of the younger generation. He is not your kind of old school, this is how we do it back in the, the run and shoot days, general manager. It's not that. So I, look, John Robinson's playing a little dumb on the social media. He may or may not have seen it, so oh, I, I don't want to like. Like I, 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 like I have a strong gut feeling <clears throat> that John Robinson has seen that video before that press conference. But he was honest. I, I will say with John Robinson in that video, everything that he said, I do believe him. Right? He has always stuck to. We don't talk about details at press conference. Right. Never have. Probably never would. I mean, I've heard that many a times when we covered press conferences and we're in that room. And so that hasn't changed. And he's been very, I think, open and honest about how the Titans feel about A.J. Brown. It's just we don't know the nuances and the ins and outs of the actual contract, right? Annual salary, how many years, guaranteed money, incentives, Pro Bowl incentives, all pro incentives, 1K incentives. I don't know what it is, right? AJ may want a clause in there. Every necklace he get is paid for by the Tennessee Titans. I don't know. So I, the it, there's so much depth when it comes to these type of contracts. But I think we all agree that John Robinson is not naive. But obviously, a deal has not been done. But since that Debo, since Debo asked for a trade, that fire under the seat of the Tennessee Titans front office to get a deal done, I think that pilot light got a little hotter. You know, the grill yeah. warmed up over the last couple of days. Yeah. So uh, Timmy says, uh, What'd we miss? This is all clickbait. Uh, what's the drama today? No, this is not clickbait. This is uh, Timmy, Timmy, don't click. You think I give a damn if you click or not? If you want to well, come in here and call Zach, us click Hold on, Zach, time out. I was trying to set something up because Eric says what video, and so we will play the video. I'm not talking about Eric. I'm talking about Timmy okay. Boy. Timmy Boy comes in here. 
if you if you think this is clickbait, then get here when we start the show and listen up. Sit down and, and listen. Timmy also Timmy. need Timmy also needs to like keep his heart rate down on Twitter, not go off on crazy Twitter threads where he tags every Titans media member. Well, I, uh, I don't, I don't care about threads. that. Just don't come into a chat when you have no effing clue on what we're talking about. Get here early. Take the Tom Coughlin approach, Tim A. Get in the waiting room <laughs> in YouTube and figure out what we're talking about, and then just coming in here from your parents' basement saying, "Ah, oh, clickbait, clickbait." We don't, we don't need you, Timmy. The chat doesn't need you, Timmy. So that's my two and, cents, Timmy. Yeah. Get here early and figure it out. All right, Steven says, "Clickbait my foot." <laughs> so let's. All right, we will play the video again. Uh, from Debo Samuel's stepmom, where A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel can be heard talking about contract negotiations with their current teams. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, know who to go to, know to trust. Over a dozen-plus physicians there at the Bone & Joint Institute to specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly have, whether it's sports, life in general, whatever – Falling off the steps. It doesn't matter. If you get a hurt life, go to Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Uh, if Timmy was here yesterday, he would have gotten my free pick that ding, 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 Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert hit his over on points. I got it at 12 and a half. I think Austin got it at 13 and a half. Good thing he hit both. So free money. That's basically what I'm giving out on picks. That was a pretty good pick. You should have signed into your BetMGM account or signed up for BetMGM and use the promo code for today. We're in NBA mode. $10 free mo- or $10 money line wager will win you $200 when either team hits a three-pointer. All you have to do is use the code ATOZ200. We got picks, 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 picks right there. Pick show coming your way fri- on a Friday. That's BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. Once again, I will play the video. This is Debo Samuel's stepmom on Instagram Live where Debo Samuel is in the room on the phone with Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown here. What you trying out there? I ain't trying out nothing. I ain't got no offer. You call me? You ain't trying that simple. <laughs> we gotta go to the table to He is fine, he's sleep. My little grandbaby, he's sleeping. Tori said, Tori said, them folks said they ain't gonna pass 20. They said, they know you worked it, but they ain't gonna give it to you. What the fuck? I'm talking about you, Hey, AJ Brown. Hey, AJ Brown. Hey, so they told him. Then he go through the draft with you? Uh-huh. Um, they told him. They told him. They offered him 20 million, but they know he can get more, but they're not giving him more. That's what they told him? Yeah. <laughs> I know. All right, so there it is. So here, just to recap, if you had trouble hearing all that, Debo Samuel, AJ Brown asked Debo what he turned down. Debo says, I ain't got no offer yet. And then uh, Debo Samuel's heard saying they, Tennessee, offered him, AJ Brown, 20 million, but they know he can get more but they're not giving him more. That's Debo Samuel while on the phone with AJ Brown on his stepmom's uh, Instagram live there. So there's that. So uh, Timmy, you're caught up now, Eric, you're caught up now. So, you know, $20 million, the Titans offered him that, but they're not willing to go over that, which I find very interesting. 
regardless well, of everything that's going on with this. And again, we have to remember Tory Dandy is the puppeteer, the puppet master in all of this, as he's the agent for both of these two wide receivers that are negotiating situations with their teams that drafted them in the second round. So let's take this step by step. And AJ just gave up a bit of information that we did not know. Now, we looked at the market a couple of weeks ago, and we predicted what we thought A.J. Brown was worth. I think we need to revisit that now that we know more information, now that Debo Samuel has uh, asked for a trade, now that A.J. Brown has taken Tennessee out of his Twitter bio, now that Terry McLaurin is an officially a team leader of the Commanders. How much <laughs> money... Terry McLaurin you, is captain of Commanders. <laughs> do you think A.J. Brown is worth per year? So... This is not this is your opinion in the chat, Austin. Okay. This is your opinion. How much do you believe AJ Brown is worth, right? So you think value. You're not negotiating the contract, just in your mind for a football team, knowing what AJ Brown has done on the football field. Look, he's had some nice thousand yard receipt seasons, yep. but he also has missed a lot of time, right? We've yep. talked about injury proneness. And from- and he's also had a lot of unproductive games, right? But when he plays, the Titans usually win. And we also have to take into consideration that this is a running football team. This is not a passing football team, right? Absolutely. You have to take all these factors in consideration. So uh, do you want to go to the chat? Because I see a lot of of numbers starting with two uh, that are flooding the chat right now. Right. Well, are they 2-0? Because that's what kind of the Titans, it sounds like, thinks. And uh, let's go to the chat. So how much money do you think AJ Brown is worth per year? Derek West says 22 to 26. I need a singular number, yeah, Derek. On, so I'm going to give you another opportunity. Give me a singular number, not a range. You can't give us a four. You can like, all right. So $22 million counts for 22.0 to 22.9. All right. But you can't give us a $4 million range. He's, he's worth money. Tighter. He's uh, he's worth generic money. Yes. So uh, Kendrick says 25. Keelan says 25. Jay says 23. Ed says 22. Over 20 million a year. We need you to be a little bit more specific, Stephen. TK says 21 or 22. You got to make a decision. Stephen, very poignant. I like this. Yeah. $23.45 million per year. Jarrell says 25 is a starting point. Charles says 22. Daniel says 21. Kyle, still in the range. Uh, we, we need you to get off the range right tighter. there. Mark, get a little tighter. Mark says 25. No more than $23 million. So he set a ceiling there from Kevin. 22 from Ronnie. Alex goes 22. Antonio goes 25. Faro uh, Jocko says 22. 25 from Derek. We got a lot of a lot of comments, which is great. I mean, we value you guys' comments. Brian says 23. Uh, Max says $19 million plus $10 million in potential incentives. I guess that would be over the course of the contract in that situation. Um, and G-Man says he's not a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Now, that's a whole new debate that G-Man has brought up. Maybe we need right. to table that. Yeah, we'll table that. We got we got other things to do right now. And, we have a new, and we've had that conversation before. Right, but but again, like we probably had that conversation before Jamar Chase popped off. T- true, very true. Timmy decides to join the party and participate after being late. 25 million. Look, 
Timmy, I respect what you have to say. I'm not just going to ignore you and put you in a timeout. $25 million is poignant. It answers the question. I, I respect that, Timmy. So you're you're getting back in my good graces. Uh, Frank says 24. All right, so a ton tons of comments flooding in. We've kind of gotten the range from the chat. Austin, what is your number? So, you know, obviously there's a negotiation with this. The, you know, the Titans offered AJ $20 million per year, according to AJ via Debo Samuel's stepmom's Instagram live. So that that's our sourcing on this, right? Um, I, I think 23 million a year for four years is the right type of offer. So 23 times four is what? 92. That is where I think it's a good starting spot for AJ. Because what does that mean? It means AJ Brown hits the open market again before he turns 30. And, and, and if I'm AJ Brown, I want to bet on myself and have a, I don't want a five-year deal. Five-year deal, I'm already at 30 by the next time I open back up. I want to open up before I'm 30 because over the next couple of years, we know the NFL is going to be flooded with cash from TV and streaming service rights the cap is going to explode. So A.J. Brown could bet on himself and go four-year deal or even a three-year deal to hit to hit the open market at 28 again if he goes three years. But I think $23 million is the right number of, of what I think his worth is per year. So this is... Let's, let's also remember this. Harold Landry, the Titans told Harold Landry... He's worth 17 and a half per year. So remember that Harold Landry's making 17 and a half per year. So what does that mean for AJ Brown? Again, different positions, different sides of the ball, but it's just a little bit of a gauge of, you know, how is AJ Brown more important to the Titans than Harold Landry is and how much more, right? Well, it's a different market. Yeah, but um, and but, Harold Landry's ceiling, right? Like AJ Brown could be a top three wide receiver. Harold Landry probably cannot be a top three pass rusher. That's the difference. So fair, but, I, but uh, yeah, is that yeah. fair? No, I agree. But that's my point that if Harold's getting 17 and a half and we think AJ's potential is that much higher than Harold's at his position. So where is AJ that, that increases? Yeah, that's AJ. why it's higher, but yeah, that, that's why right. you're bringing it up. So yes. Yeah. Uh, I've actually changed my tune on this now that I know some more information on the market, right? Based on, and again, it may be false. I don't know, but based on the video we watched twice on this show and Timmy only watched once was that the Titans are offering him 20 and no more, but AJ feels like he is worth more than 20, right? And the Titans, even in this from AJ Brown, the Titans said they, they know he can get more elsewhere, but they're not going over 20. I think that here's my here. So I said a couple of weeks ago that I thought he was worth 23. Yeah. I'm coming down on that. Ooh. I think he's worth 21 and a half. And I'll tell you why from a Titans perspective. Right. And I think you have to kind of now think about that because of what they're willing to offer and then what they think they're worth. He's worth to other NFL teams. And you know, it's eye of the beholder. The Titans, as I stated, are a running football team. They will continue to be a running football team for at least one year for Derrick Henry this year. 
and probably for two years. So if there is a portion of that four-year contract that there's still a running football team, the philosophy is not going to change. Now, it may shift slightly. That's why I'm coming down on my value. $21.5 million, I think, is his value because it's how the team actually uses the player. Okay. Is that, does that make logical sense? I just, I think that's, I understand because you're thinking from a Titans perspective on that, which I don't know if that's the question we're asking. But no, it is because that's the team that is negotiating, right? Other teams do not have the right. Like Patrick Mahomes, if he was negotiating with the Chiefs or he was negotiating with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, I actually have his value probably closer to $24 million because Aaron Rodgers can do a hell of a lot more with A.J. Brown than Ryan Tannehill can. Well, let's let's think about this because – Stephon Diggs just got an average of 26 per year, right? I I think ability now Stephon Diggs has proven it over multiple years at a very high level, but he's been in situations where he's been throwing the ball a lot of times. AJ Brown has not had had the injury history too. That's that's right. But AJ Brown has not had the volume of targets that Stephon Diggs have even when he's healthy. Um, I think their abilities are fairly similar, and, and and for now AJ's younger, so he's got the uh, AJ can still be getting better. That's the good thing here too, is that he's just twenty four, turning twenty five uh, this summer, I believe. So I think he's in between DJ Moore and Stephon Diggs is where I'm at because I think AJ Brown's a better wide receiver than DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is a good wide receiver. I think he's really good. But I think AJ's better. He's more dynamic. DJ Moore has stayed healthier. Right. That's true. But DJ Moore has also been the alpha in the offense because Christian McCaffrey has only played in 10 games the last three years. And so DJ Moore has been the only option. The Panthers blow. Like they have to pay DJ Moore and the ball's got to go somewhere. DJ Moore's production is more of a, in my, Again, I like DJ Moore, but his production is more of a product of the Panthers being bad than DJ Moore being elite. Does that make sense? Yeah. AJ well, Brown, I think, has the has the potential to be elite, and he's got a higher ceiling and better than DJ Moore. Plus, he's getting paid a year later than DJ Moore. That's why I think 23 makes sense for, for AJ. I just do, I don't think he'll get 23. I think AJ probably thinks he's worth 25, right? right. But the but negotiations, as we've now known more information, are right around 20. Uh, D- and the Debo thing is so unique because I would love to hear what the negotiations have been from the 49ers' perspective. Well, according to Debo in the video, he ain't got no offer yet. Right? So he's at zero. <laughs> I think, but if you're at 20... And the Titans, you know, are you waiting for A.J. Brown to play hardball? Because you probably don't want to do that because based on his agent, he's not afraid to play hardball. Because once A.J. Brown asks for a trade, if he ever does, I'll ask you this, Austin, does that change the relationship 
or is that just strategy, right? So when he signed, if he if he asks for a trade and then he ends up actually negotiating, the Titans come back his way and they sign, is all fair in love and war? We well, move on, we make up, we get yeah, better. I think I think because of the relationship that we know that AJ Brown has a really good relationship with Mike Vrabel. Vrabel's talked about his relationship with AJ the person. And he's also said that he wants AJ a part of his team as long as he's the head coach. We've also got John Robinson yesterday saying that he talked to AJ a few weeks ago when he was in the facility. So we know AJ Brown has been in the facility this spring. He's not there right now for their office and program, but he's been there somewhat recently because John Robinson told us that. And he's told AJ how much he means to them. I think there's a good relationship there. To me, there seems to be not a great relationship between the Niners and Debo, who the wide back situation of Debo doesn't want to be you know, brutalized by carrying the football 60 plus times a season. And the Niners are thinking, well, we got to do that to win games. And it doesn't seem like that continuity is there with the relationship. I know. And I know, and we never brought this up, but do you think it would be smart for the 49ers to trade Debo Samuel? It's all about the quarterback situation. I don't know. Like what do they like? Dude, it, the 49ers have to figure out is Trey Lance going to be worth anything? Like now, or is Trey Lance another year or two away? Because if Trey Lance is a year or two away, Trey Debo get more picks to build around Trey Lance at that same timeline. But if they think Trey Lance or Jimmy G are ready to go, then pay Debo and try to go win it. I mean, they were one game away from being there again last year. Do you think it would be smart for the Titans to trade A.J. Brown if they got the big, big offer? No, because they already have Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, this defense, ready to go. You've got to win right now. I agree with you. The Titans don't have the Trey Lance of the equation that is already the projected future. I agree. Uh, But I wanted to ask those questions because it kind of brings me to the point the Titans have to pay AJ Brown. Yes. And if if you are peddling over, you know, one million dollars, do it. Right. If if that I like there's a negotiation with it. And it kind of brings us into our next topic, which is yep. I can't stand, you know, this agent of of Debo's and AJ Brown. I mean, he's kind of hostile, right? I mean, he, he's he's already thrown so many chips on the table and so much strategy of telling his clients to do these things on social media. He pulled the trigger on Debo with this trade. Like it's not a great situation that I feel like John Robinson is in dealing with this. I don't know how you deal with them. I dealing with idiots. I can't do. I mean, I, I, I it was just drive me nuts. Right. And I feel like as the job of John Robinson, as general manager of a yeah. football team, you deal with those, you, you deal with agents that are just like, willing to do whatever it is to kind of get in the crease and say, you know, stand their ground for $500,000. And it's like, are you, are you stupid? Like do, do something better for your client. I, I don't know how John Robinson deals year in and year out. Cause yeah, you know, he, he gets deals done. And then the next year he's got more deals to do. Yeah. Before we dive into the GM thing, how much do you think AJ will get from the Titans? Like, like, you know, if the Titans aren't willing to go, according to AJ in this, in this comment, if the Titans aren't right now at 20, how much do we think AJ will end up getting? Cause you said you think AJ's value is 21 and a half. 
I said 23. How much do we think the Titans will pay A.J. Brown? Because we just agreed that the Titans have to do this. The Titans have to make this happen, right? That, like The situation of what this season and next season can be is how much money do you think the Titans will give A.J. Brown? Because they need it. Look, he's under contract for 2022, so we know that. He's under contract, but he can really play hardball if he wants to and not and, and threaten a significant impact. Uh, he can, but season. the Titans also have a franchise tag next year, right? Like, so like, they, yeah, but that's, that's now, I, no, we're getting, I, but, but you're, you're saying both sides have their weapons, but you, know? you don't want to, but if you're the Titans, you do not want to get into that. You want AJ Brown ready to bust down doors. Yeah. But get, look, Chris Godwin played on the franchise tag last year. Right. So like wide receivers get, but you had franchise but Zach, tag. that's because Chris Godwin knows that he's got Tom Brady and Mike Evans and the rest of the crew on defense to go out there and try to win a championship under the franchise tag. Like, like there's a, there's a different situation in Chris. Will you play under the franchise tag? Is Tom Brady my quarterback? Yes, he is. Okay, cool. I'll do the franchise tag. It, will you play in the franchise tag? Do I have Ryan Tannehill? Is there a lot of questions about that? Yeah. Now I'm good. Sign me. I'm just saying the team has their yeah, weapon. Of course too. they do. They, they've got they've got all of it. Yeah, of course they do. All right. Before we get there's there's some comments on how much how much will the Titans give AJ Brown? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau health plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where you need to go to change your health plan. I did. You should. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Over 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. If you are in the state of Tennessee, I really, truly advise you to do this. I, I, I save 20% every single month because I've changed my coverage, and I have better coverage for my health plan for my lifestyle. And that's the best thing. All walks of life. You may be single. You may be married. You may have a small family. You may not have a small family. It doesn't matter. They have the right plan for you. You just have to check it out. It's a quick 20 to 30 minute health assessment. You go through a bunch of questions. You answer them. Honestly, they give you a quote and boom, that's it. They, they give you a rate and you all of a sudden you start to think, wow, this rate's a lot better than my previous rate. That's what I did. Farm Bureau Health Plans, you can go online, fbhp.com slash A to Z, or you can pick up the phone, go to the website, and call them, and somebody will answer. That's a part of the better service. But Farm Bureau Health Plans, I switched, so should you. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. That's code ATOZ200 to take advantage of the NBA playoffs tonight. You put a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game tonight after using the code ATOZ200 and you will get 200 bucks uh, when either team in that game hits a three-point shot regardless of that outcome. We've also got our guys with the A to Z Sports Picks crew, Alan Bell and Brian Edwards, going live today at 2 p.m. Central Time on these same channels for A to Z Sports Picks presented by BetMGM. So check that out. And once again, ATOZ200 for a $10 Moneyline wager to win you 200 bucks when either team you bet on in the game you bet on hits a three-point shot, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued with non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, what are the comments saying on how much will A.J. Brown get from the Titans per year? Dre says 22.5. Uh, Jamal goes specific five year, 105 million, 70 million guaranteed. AJ Brown is not getting nearly 70% guaranteed money <laughs> because that's what Stefan Diggs just got. And now again, 
that's what 21 mil a year, 70% guaranteed is ridiculous for, um, for somebody who has missed the games that he has, has injury issues. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, Timmy says 25. So he's sticking with that number. Um, Caesar says they will offer 22 max and AJ will want more. So kind of in a standstill right there. Uh, 21.5. Zach is going with my value for actually what the Titans will pay him. Bobby says 21. Brian says 21.5. Um, 20 million plus 3 million signing bonus with 2 million incentives from Roy. 22 million, 11 times two. So he's just playing the, the numbers game right there. 23 million from Caleb. Austin, what do you think that the Titans will actually pay A.J. Brown if they do, in fact, get a deal done? I think it's, uh, you know, I think they will probably give him more of what he's asking for, but the guaranteed money will not be as high as what he would like. You know, I just talked about he's not going to get nearly 70% guaranteed like Diggs just did. Maybe AJ gets, you know, 55%. I think Lawan got 60% guaranteed, uh, if I remember correctly. But may, you know, maybe AJ's around that percentage guaranteed, but they can inflate the numbers in other areas to say, hey, if you do play this out, then you will get what you want. But that's on you to be able to stay healthy and play this thing out. So I think it's the 20, I think $22 million is. You know, I said 23 is his value. I think $22 million a year is what the Titans should end up giving him. I'm staying with 21.5. I think that's his value. I think that's what the Titans will give him based on what we heard in that Instagram live video. Cause it comes up one and a half million dollars over 20 million. If that's where they're going to go, if that's where they're at, right. I mean, we can only assume that I'm sticking with 21 and a half. I think that would be the perfect number for both sides. I think that would, probably be the value in my mind from the Titans standpoint. And if it, if that's where the negotiation is, then that's the value of AJ getting over $20 million. And here is, I think a unique caveat to this whole thing. And this is where Debo comes in. Debo's not negotiating. No, that's a plus for the Titans. You know, yeah. And that's what Diana Rossini said. The Diana Rossini said that she thinks based on what she's heard, that AJ will get his deal done first because they're already talking. Yeah, and well, and because they have nothing to compare. Because yeah. who else can you compare AJ Brown to in a contract it's, negotiation it's right now? Stephon Diggs. It's no, no, no. Right now, in a negotiation right now, who can you compare? Well, you're using Christian Kirk and Stephon Diggs. That's what you're doing, and then DJ Moore. Those three, or you're putting those three contracts in a blender. What was seeing, Christian Kirk's contract? Um, I I'll look it up because he got I, overpaid. We all know oh, that, no doubt. Yes. Now, and I, and just because the Jags do stupid things doesn't mean that that you should. You know. Yeah, that, Chris, that, Christian. That Kirk, would be my response to say, "Oh, well, Christian Kirk got X number one." I'd say just because the Jaguars do something, that kind of means that I'm not going to do it. All right, Christian Kirk got four years, seventy-two million dollars which is an average of 18 per year. Uh, but it, a lot of people freaked out because they saw that it could be up to 22 million a year. He's got a lot of incentives that, that he has to earn, but it's 18 million a year, four years over 72. And Christian Kirk has not had a single 1000 yard season yet. 
AJ Brown's had two of three. Well, the difference is, is what I said. Jacksonville is a the desperate Jacksonville. Yeah, the Jacksonville tax. Yeah. They're, they're desperate football team. The Titans so, are so less that's, desperate. If if you take Christian Kirk at 18 a year, Stephon Diggs at 26 a year, and DJ Moore is what, like 20-ish? I think it's 21 and a half. I think it's the perfect number. It's the perfect number for A.J. Brown. 21 and a half million dollars a year, which is mind-blowing, but at the same time... It's 20.6. If, if, if this is what you are going to do, if you're going to hit your wagon and... I mean, I'd love to know what... I guess you can't even tell the future because you don't know what Tannehill's going to be. All right, so... Yeah. So that's really funny. So uh, 20.6 a year is DJ Moore. So what I said a few minutes ago is you take Stefan Diggs's contract, Christian Kirk's contract and DJ Moore's contract, put it all in a blender, mix them all together and see what comes out. You know what comes out? $21.533 million a year. <laughs> so bravo, sir. Uh, with your sophisticated scarf, you. I don't know oh if you, yes, I don't a know very if you planned that, gentleman. Yeah, that was a uh, lucky draw for you in the blender. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta roll the dice. <laughs> yes, or or spin the blades, uh, whatever you want to call it. All right, A to Z Sports here live. So you know, I think that's kind of what you know, what we're kind of looking at there. Is I think he's better than DJ Moore. He's better What's than Christian Spose? Kirk. Spose say? Spose said twenty two and a half, right? Uh, yes. Spo don't know. Well, usually you think Spo is less Spo than they don't be. know. No, I, this is what I usually think. Spo don't know. Yeah, well, all right. I think Spo tracks pretty close. I know that. you think Spo knows, but we said last year, and for a fact, Spo don't know. Again, Spo track cannot, uh, cannot project for the Jags doing something ridiculous, like giving Christian Kirk 18 million. Oh, don't know. Yeah. That's, that's Jacksonville being ridiculous. All right. So you were going on a rant earlier about John Robinson having to deal with agents. Yeah. Well, I, I look, I, and they're not all agents are not scumbag agents. All right. So like, I, I won't do want to kind of like, you know, like, and I always say this, like college baseball players are like D-bags, can't stand them. Like, I just think they're losers. Probably not all of them. I would say 90% of college baseball players are. But for agents, I would hate dealing with them because, you know, the whole, and I understand why it's in place, right? It is for the protection of the, of the player. Maybe the player, look, Debo, based on his tweet that he deleted, he shouldn't be negotiating, right? So like, you need somebody to negotiate on your behalf to try to get your full value. I understand the game. I personally, it would drive me nuts to have to deal with these agents every single off season because, you know, some, and I have never really dealt with a NFL football agent or negotiating a player contract, but I feel like, you know, they're just trying to get every single inch for their client and, I don't know. Dude, I would ask John Robinson this. Like, do you ever feel like, man, I really took that agent to the coals and got the best deal that I thought possible? Or is it always like, man, it was just, it's brutal dealing with these guys. Um, You know, part of, I'm sure John Robinson, to an extent, not completely, likes the chase of the contract negotiation. Right? 
it, to be a general manager, you kind of have to like, like that. Like Sam says, that's their job. Zach, you are a sales guy, you know, cut to your cloth sales guy. You like the chase of making the sale, right? You enjoy that. That is something that gives you adrenaline rush. Not a lot of people like that. You don't think chasing down an agent and going back and forth and playing their games sounds fun. There are people that probably enjoy that. Because I want to talk, like, and, and if you want to compare that, it is different, and we deal with them. I understand it. Like advertising agencies, those yeah. conversations are much different than direct to buyers, right? Sure. We sat down. We we literally sat down with the CEO of Farm Bureau Health Plans right there in Columbia, Tennessee. Had a great conversation. We shook hands. We talked to each other, and a decision was made. And they changed my the trajectory of what I, my health plan was, and in our partnership, we're advertising and doing that deal and trying to get more people on board and spreading their brand because we believe in that, right? Yeah. I like those deals. That If you want to talk, say that an old country sell, right, of look me in the eye and shake my hand, maybe that kind of goes back to my forefathers and my dad and my grandfather. That's how deals are done. In the general manager sense, dealing with an agent is completely different. You, I just get a different chemical to my brain. So it brings up our question, and I think let's get the chat involved. Would you rather be, and look, both lucrative, Yeah. but would right. you rather be a general manager or a head coach of an NFL team? Like, what is your style? And I, I thought more about this because of what we're talking about with the negotiations with Debo and all that other stuff. But I want to go to the chat. Okay. GM or head coach, what would you prefer? And I think it's all personality based, right? You may be yes. different. If like I would want to be a GM based on what I just said, but that doesn't mean somebody else would. So when you ask, I'll actually kind of I want to read chat comments first because I have I have my answer on this and I have my philosophy behind it. And Dadson says uh, that the 49ers apparently just restructured George Kittle. Uh, maybe that would help them with Debo. If Debo doesn't want to be there, then who knows, right? Um, so, Zach, what's the chat saying? Would you rather be a GM or a head coach of an NFL team? Honestly, a lot more of GM. Uh, Jarrell says GM, David, Lou Man, Jordan, Steven, Eric, GM. I mean, we haven't got up here. Jamal is the first head coach. Uh, Eric agrees with me. Head coach, I couldn't deal with agents. Brent, GM. Uh, Let's see. Titans Kyle, GM, GM right there. Charles says head coach. Ricochet Ray, as we know, uh, thank you for your service. Ricochet Ray, yep. he's going a head coach. Derek's going head coach. Uh, and then Eric comes back and says, actually, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and then Ricochet Ray says, head coaches make more money and more job opportunities. Are there? I mean, well, one, there's the same amount of job opportunities as there are GMs, 32. Uh, well, Job stability, if you want to talk about that, general manager's a lot more stable than yeah. a head coach. When you get hired as a head coach, you have to understand your ass is going to get fired as a head coach. Right, and the head coach typically changes before the GM does. Correct. Because, look, look, John Robinson, for example, he's been around for two head coaches, right? One GM, two head coaches. Um, so... Well, and... 
and Ricochet Ray brings up, this is why I think it's such an interesting uh, comment or discussion is if you get fired, you can always go back to a coordinator. I, I yeah, how would that feel to be the head coach and then now have to? Oh, come? it'd be weird. It'd be weird. But again, like there's the same. There's like the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator equivalent to GM too. Like you, like once you're fired as a GM, you're just like, ah, oh, damn it, I lost, and then you quit. Like you, like there's places to go. There's jobs for you to do. It's just ego swallowing, right? So you sit there, you got to swallow your pride, and look, you got to the the sixty. Three people, because Bill Belichick's both. The 63 people who hold these titles in the NFL right now all have egos. They've, they're all a little bit crazy or a lot of bit crazy. They're all super driven. They're all very smart, intelligent, and successful people. But but they're different, right? So I, Zach, answer this by saying I would rather be head coach. Because GM, like what are the jobs to get to the path, Right. G, uh, GM is scout based. You are a scout. You start as an area scout. There's a lot of travel that goes through it. You're going, you cover a region and you got to go drive a car or a truck all over the damn place to go scout players, right? Then you graduate and you, you kind of climb that ladder. As a coach, you're cutting film, hands on, on the practice field, all that kind of stuff. I would rather be the coach route than the GM scout route. And I, I also, I've also thought about this too recently for a non-sports reason. I, I've talked about this recently. I've started doing uh grocery delivery services. I am the well, cook. You of did. The, no, I'm <laughs> you still continue. doing it. I'm still doing it. I have not been to the grocery store for a full trip in like two months. I've gone for like tiny trips here and there for individual. Oh, you gave trips. a second chance. I don't know if I would have done that. Well, it just saves me so much time every week. So I am the cook of the household. I like cooking. So I do it. I used to shop. Now I have somebody else. I've outsourced the shopping. There are times where I'm like, ah, I would have picked different apples. I would have picked different something. Right. I like, I like having my, groceries that I pick and then I cook, but I, being a GM and head coach at the same time sounds miserable, but I, but I'd rather cook than have somebody else cook for me. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm head coach. I want it, my hands all over yeah. what I'm doing. And that's why I think Mike Vrabel is well, coach of the year. Why he's such a damn good head coach is that, you know, Mike Vrabel probably, and I, I have my control issues because I like to have control because I feel like I would rather fail myself than watch somebody else fail. But that's the unique part about head coaching is that you don't play, right? So you, but, but you can teach, you can mold, you can plan, you can uh, create an atmosphere and create a locker room, create a community, get people fired up, ready to play. I mean, there's so many things that I think I would resonate with more with the head coach than dealing with scumbag agents in April. That would uh, just drive me nuts. So mine is clear cut, but I think you, you said a, a lot of good points on the head coaching front that I agree with. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I'd rather be the head coaching route than the scout route. I mean, I kind of got a little excited just thinking about a pregame speech to a team right before a must-win game, week 17, and your quarterback's in a ball cap on the sidelines, and you got to rally your your group to try to go win this game, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. All right, let's uh, wrap up this week. It's been a big week, crazy week, and we're one less than a week away from the NFL draft. But uh, let's hit it to good news. Ain't that good news on every Friday to wrap up our week. But first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. The Palisade, the Elantra, the Sonata, the Santa Fe, the Ionic, which is their, I mean, this thing is sick. The Ionic is their electric-powered vehicle. That's primo nowadays with gas prices through the roof. If you don't want to go electric with the Ionic, you can also full-size SUV with third-row seating, all the bells and whistles, and fuel efficiency. That is their Hyundai Palisade. Both Austin and I have test-driven this car. It is sleek. It could be your perfect make and model for you and your family. The only way that you, you can know and find out Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Go visit Payne Bone and his team. Payne Bone's the owner of Wilson County Hyundai, family-owned and operated, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. New users, do this. Code ATOZ200. It's that easy. Then you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game tonight, and you will win $200 when a single three-point shot is made in that game. It's the perfect way to jumpstart your bankroll with the BetMGM app uh, with code ATOZ200. A $10 Moneyline wager wins you $200 when any team hits a three in that game, regardless of the Moneyline uh, bet too, but you can win both really. Uh, so download the app right there. BetMGM code ATOZ200. Time for good news. <laughs> Ain't that good news every Friday? Uh, first act, you have a player prop in mind today. So, Well, before I get to that, I got a little trivia. Oh. A little Friday trivia from Lucas. Who was the GM of the year in 2021 in the NFL? This well, is it's, good. It's executive of the year. Right. Not G, right. Yes, um, I know. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. I mean, I could probably it's just John Lynch. That's a good guess. John I'll Lynch get, has won in a couple, somewhat recently. It is not John Lynch. It is. Oh, it's the Rams GM. No. No. Who is it? You're close. You're so close. I mean, I'm in the, the AFC West. Who was the surprise team of the year in the playoffs? Oh, the Bengals. Duke Tobin, general manager of the Cincinnati Bengals. That's pretty good. Why? Because he drafted Joe Burrow one overall. Well, I mean, they put together with their offensive line and all no, the things no. they accomplished. No, the I mean, offensive line was the problem. That was, that wasn't it. Duke Tobin created the offensive no, line. Well, what I'm saying is what they were able to accomplish with that offensive line. They See, had injuries earlier in the Taylor. year. That's Zach Taylor, <laughs> not the GM. Anyway, all right. So I, I think John Robinson got robbed for what he was able to do. Playing I don't play. think both. You're not going to give both coach and GM. No, I agree. I, I understand, but I I do think that was a, you know. Anyway, but all right. So now, do you have a player prop because you hit Rudy Gobert over in points last night? Uh, I I I I don't want to give it out because I That's don't. Fine. I haven't. Uh, I have not bet it myself yet. I do have this. I'll, I'll I'll offer up something though too. The Hawks are back at home. I talked the other day about the, how the Hawks are literally 0-41 against the spread when they lose. They're back at home. Can the Hawks win game three? I think it, you know, you don't, I don't think, think so? so. I don't. I think that the Heat are too good. Okay. 
I, you, you can bet on the Hawks. I'm staying away from that game. I probably won't bet on that particular game. I may bet over under, but it's just right now. Yeah, I've watched Atlanta. the heat too much this, this year and they are running well, on the, all cylinders. Well, right now it's Miami's only minus one and a half. So if you like the heat that much, and that's a small number to, to go Miami. No, I, I, I know. I, I just, you have those two things. Hawks good at home. Miami, the much better team. Clint Capella ain't walking through that door, my friend. So Hawks over is what Charles says at home. Could be a good good little deal. All right, so now let's get to good news. You want to start? Uh, I will. So my good news is because I will not be able to say my good news because I will be in the midst of my good news next week, Yes, which is our full-fledged NFL draft coverage. Flying down to Vegas on Thursday all the way to Saturday. We've got you covered on A to Z Sports. An inside look at the draft in Las Vegas. we got a good team, an A to Z sports team going down. It is excellent news. I've been so damn busy that I honestly have not even like thought about the trip and going. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, the last time we went to the draft was here in Nashville, right? That was a spectacle that was special for our city. And it really got rave reviews all across the world and the country. Last year it was in Canton, right? It's still COVID was lingering around with, you know, Fauci in the corner. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was. This year, Vegas, baby. And so I am very curious to see what the NFL puts on as a show in Las Vegas. Some of their plans from 2020 because they got canceled. Now they get redemption. Uh, I can't wait. So that very good news right there. So that was the draft was also going to be our draft coverage was also going to be my good news because it's starting to take shape of what we are going to do. Zach is going to be live in or in Vegas at the draft uh, with draft coverage on social media with a couple other members of our A to Z team uh, with Jake Evans and Parker Mosley next weekend in Vegas. I will be uh, in Nashville, you know, doing mission control on our A to Z sports live Titans draft reaction coverage, which is starting to take shape. We got two boxes checked earlier this week. Waiting for uh, one more box, maybe some more. Uh, but that's starting to come together and align itself very, very well. So just know this. When you're watching the NFL draft on your TV, you better have your phone on us. Because we are going to be live reacting to the Titans pick at 26. Or if they trade or whatever it might be, we're going to have reaction live right here. We're also going to have Buck Rising with us, who's going to join us uh, from the Titans facility. So we're going to be having people all over the place uh, on the, our draft reaction shows Thursday night and Friday. And we're also putting some stuff together. Somebody asked a question about the schedule release. We're also putting some plans together for the schedule release the second week of May as well. So again, A to Z sports, you got to be plugged into us because you're not going to find draft coverage like, like this with the Titans anywhere else. So Alex says, Are y'all hitting up MGM while you're there? Absolutely. This is what I want to do before Thursday. So I'll be on the show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. We need to come up with an A to Z sports morning bet. Ooh. That, and I have one that I've already made. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to double this down because I feel very, I put a hundred bucks on this. Uh, A draft bet. Okay. I, I, we need to come up with a new one because of the one that I've already made. 
But my draft bet, look, I didn't give you a bet today. Here's my bet. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of Ohio State, under 10 and a half. I think he's a top 10 draft pick. So I think one team will draft him. It's good odds. It's minus 115. Um, That may have moved. I did that like last week. Uh, Also, I'll tell you this. Todd McShay likes that as well. Okay, um, so let's so let's talk point. about this for a second. That's not bad, right? But it's all about Jamison Williams and the Jets. It is. and But look, that's what it is. That's the risk of betting. Uh, but I would rather bet on a, you know, a team not drafting a guy with a torn ACL and him falling than uh, somebody drafting Garrett Wilson in the top 10. Well, the Jets, here's the problem, is the Jets have number four and number 10. The Jets have the, the two top 10 picks to play with, so they can take... You know, they're one of their offensive linemen at four and feel good. And they say, you know what? We got our sh- big time starter offensive lineman at four. Let's take the risk with, uh, with what, with Jamison Williams with the ACL at 10, because that's our second first round pick. I, look, I could lose. I mean, that's why I bet, but I, I like that bet. What we have to do as a team, a to Z, just like we do trivia, now we got to go a hundred percent. Not so we're doing 71. it. So next week we're gonna find a draft bet for you to place for the show. Yeah. Okay. And I'll place it, and at, I'll set the price. The I'll, I'll set the price. Team. Okay, that's fine. And I look, and I I ain't playing with tiddlywinks, people. It ain't nope. gonna be twenty five cents. So we really got to make sure that we can win some money as a team live from the Bet MGM. We're gonna bet at Bet MGM. Also, uh, good news uh, as we're doing our good news segment. I mean, the Grizzlies come back. I mean, just we haven't spent a lot of time on that. We've mentioned it a few times throughout the show, but good Lord. I mean, they were down by 20 twice in that game, 15-0 run in the first half, and then a 26 or 21 nothing run to start the uh, fourth quarter. And then was it 37-12 was the score in the fourth quarter alone? It's kind of like the Nets uh, in Boston the other night when they scored like 10 points in the fourth quarter. Like The, the T-Wolves had two quarters where they only had 12 points apiece. Welcome to Minnesota. <laughs> and what's up with Carl Anthony Towns and his fouls and not shooting the damn ball? There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on in that guy's head. Well, and probably... You know, this is the first time he's been on the stage like this. I mean, he's the first time. Oh, what, did Kentucky not prepare him for this stage? Obviously not. <laughs> That's a shot at Kentucky fans. There All you right. go. We'll wrap up. This is the end of our week, so happy Friday to everybody. A to Z Sports Picks, guys, seriously. Um, Alan and Brian uh, will be live at 2 p.m., presented by BetMGM uh, today to give up uh, some picks for tonight and the weekend in the NBA playoffs. Uh, Brian's been pretty good in the UFC train as well. Uh, Allen's been pretty hot when it comes to Major League Baseball. So they got you guys covered at 2 p.m. Central Time on these same channels. We will see you guys on Monday. Have a great, safe weekend. Talk to you later. Adios.